Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Thanks be to God for the opportunity to uh, study the Word of God together. Salamat po at uh, kayo po ay nakikinig ngayon mula sa iba't ibang lugar, iba't ibang dako ng mundo. So tayo po ay uh, magkaisa in spirit and in truth. Let's all join our hearts together in the presence of God. Uh, listen muna po natin any kind of uh, distraction. And let's do our best to focus. Let's uh, present present ourselves to the presence of God. No, uh, let's breathe deeply and relax our bodies. At uh, maging ready po tayo to listen and to pay attention. God would speak to us if we are willing and if we are open. And uh, He may use. Uh, the words of scripture or maybe something that I would say or anything. But God would impress upon you His word if you are willing to listen. Purihin ang ating Panginoon. So, our topic sa devotions natin today is entitled Guidelines for Effective Ministry. And uh, you have heard me say, nabanggit ko na ito in the past, that uh, really the the point of uh, discipleship and being involved in nurturing relationships is to eventually discover our apostolic mission. Uh, that is, yung san ba tayo pinadadala ni Lord? Uh, see, this is the, uh, the goal of our faith, that by the grace of God, we would become the kind of people that He can use. That he can send somewhere in the world kung saan merong need for God. And so we are salt and light. And God equips us, teaches us his word, transforms our character in an ongoing process of ever-deepening maturity. Upang sa ganon, we would be effective in representing him wherever the Lord uh, places us or uh, places us, uh, upang sa ganun we can really shine like stars, you know, in, in this dark world. So, dalangin ko po na we would understand our faith in this way, that we would journey through life uh, and pursuing a, uh, a deepening knowledge of God and love for the Lord, and a faithfulness to serve Him. Wag po tayo masatisfy sa anumang uri ng medi- mediocrity o parang stagnation. Uh, this is so common among many Christians who do not understand or maybe who are just simply afraid to pay the cost of discipleship. Kalooban ni Lord na mag-grow po tayo. And there are so many wonderful things ahead of us in terms of our experience of God. 
and our transformation of character. So mga kapatid, I challenge you to just think in this way. No? Now you are being called by God, well all of us are being called by God to become the kind of people na He can use who would be able to represent Him well in the world. Amen? All the trials, the teachings, and everything are meant for that. So, okay, that's, uh, that's a lot to swallow, siguro, siguro, but think about it, okay? And like I said, itong ating pag-uusapan today is really challenging in a sense na, of course, sempre, you know, the passage is quite long, so we have to start somewhere. Uh, our question is this, what are the guidelines for effective ministry? Again, some of you are doing ministry, some of you are not yet doing ministry. Uh, some of you don't want to do ministry. And I hope and pray that for those who don't want to do ministry that you would repent. Because this is not the will of God for your life. You are called to do ministry. Now, if you are not yet doing ministry, maybe there is a reason. And that's alright. That's part of Siguro, the process uh, of maturity. No, That God is teaching you. Well, others naman are already in the midst of ministry, which is good. And by ministry, of course, I'm referring specifically to the proclamation of the gospel and the making of disciples. That ministry, yun ang tinutukoy ko po. No? And so, we need to look at uh, the guidelines. But first of all, let's just think about it. No, Serving the Lord, okay? Serving the Lord is such a privilege. Uh, but Christian workers or those who serve in the ministry, must be raised up. They must be discipled. They must be trained. They must be equipped. Pero that's not the end of it. They must be given clear instructions on how to do their ministry in order for them to be successful. Now, this is what, Je this is what the Lord Jesus is doing. And uh, like I said, you know, uh, beginning in... Uh, Actually, chapter 9, verse 21 onwards, the Lord Jesus is going to focus no, on equipping His disciples, especially since He will be uh, departing soon. He will be crucified on the cross, and He will die. But on the third day, He will rise again, and uh, He would uh, appear before His disciples, and then He would ascend into heaven, sit at the right hand of the Father, and pour out His Spirit. Now, all of that is future, no? But um, at this point, he's training them. And by the way, if you want to lead a person to, uh, you know, to, to the saving knowledge of God, one of the, one of the best ways talaga is to let that person meditate on and read Luke chapter 1 hanggang chapter 9 verse 20. Simply the scriptures. That's a powerful way of leading a person to Christ. But I'll talk more about that some other time. Hindi rito. But let's read our passage right now. Basahin po natin in uh, chapter 10, uh, verses 1 to 4. Okay? Yun lang muna ang kaya natin. So let's read that. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. He told them, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. 
And then verse 3, Go, I am sending you out like lambs among wolves. And then verse 4, Do not take a purse or bag or sandals, and do not greet anyone in the road. Purihin ang Panginoon. Again, this is such a specific uh, instruction for those who are called to proclaim the gospel. And I mentioned before na hindi lahat ay merong ganitong calling. We are not all called to be actively working uh, in this particular sense, no? But all of us are called to serve God in some way. So that's a different thing, okay? Uh, but these are, are people who specifically are being called to proclaim the gospel and make disciples. So tayo po ay manalangin. Let's ask God to guide us and to help us to uh, understand this. Lord, uh, purihin ka, Panginoon. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your word. Thank you that all of us are called to ministry, even though iba-iba yung aming tungkulin. Lord, in this passage, Lord, we want to reflect on your instructions uh, to the 72 or the 70, that we may just be uh, instructed, Panginoon, that we may, be, uh, we may become knowledgeable of the principles and guidelines for effective ministry. Lord, uh, speak to us, Panginoon, and help us understand so that we may grow in our faith and serve you more wholeheartedly. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, going back to the question, you know, what are the guidelines for effective um, ministry? And let's just focus first on the uh, the first four guidelines, okay? Doon muna tayo, because, uh, again, this is so full of insight. And uh, this is particularly uh, directed toward those who are preaching the gospel and making disciples. Now, we are all called to serve God, like I said. Iba-iba lang ang role natin. Not exactly this one, no? Um, but if this is our calling then these are the principles that we must follow. Unang-una, practice apostolic teamwork. Okay? Practice apostolic teamwork. Verse 1. Let's read the verse and let me explain that. Okay? Sabi sa verse, After this, the Lord appointed 72. Now, if you're reading the NIV, you would see a footnote because the word 72 uh, in uh, in some manuscripts, it's only just 70. Okay? Now, 72, 70, konti lang naman ang difference yan, but it does represent yung idea of the nations. Okay? Just like when the Lord uh, Jesus chose the 12, it uh, represented the 12 tribes of Israel. So, it represented Israel. Now, yung 70 or 72 now represents the rest of the nations. So this prefigures, or ikang parang this prophetically uh, pointing toward the work of the Lord, uh, especially after He ascends into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father and pours out His Spirit. Now the the church will be empowered, you know, to make disciples of all nations, and there will be specific people who would be set apart talaga for that work of talagang actively preaching the gospel and making disciples. So, itong uh, Luke chapter 10 prefigures that. O parang, you know, prophetically 
points to that uh, expansion of the church later on. Anyway, sabi niya, after this, the Lord appointed se- uh, 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. Okay, so pinadala niya itong mga uh, alagad niya na ito specifically for this uh, reason. Now, others of course are not sent. Uh, others are just staying where they are, supporting and helping and praying. But this 72 is sent out. And interestingly, the word na sent out is in the Greek, you know, is uh, also, uh, if you if you look at the, if you know the original, it's actually apostolic, you know, to be sent out. So they are sent out to every town and place where he was about to go. Now, they're not the same as the 12. Probably the 12 is included dito, pero, you know, they are sent out. Two by two. Now, I want to just speak to you about yung principle or guideline ng apostolic teamwork. Apostolic teamwork means, first of all, yung apostolic means you are, you know, being sent out. You are going to a place precisely to uh, proclaim the good news and to make disciples in that place. So whatever that place might be. Maganda na meron kang kasamahan, No? It's very hard to do that on your own. Now, when I was younger, so much younger than today, <laughs> I tried to do church planting all by myself, which is foolish. You know? I did not know any better. But uh, thanks be to God, uh, you know, uh, my wife was with me, and uh, that that made it uh, a lot easier. Uh, easier or you know we were able to persevere but you know it, it's a learning ano eh, talagang, um, a learning uh, opportunity to discover na kailangan talaga merong kang kasamahan that's why in RLCC uh, in terms of yung small group ministry I always uh, you know tell our leaders na kailangan meron silang at least one partner no yung kanilang assistant so that together we call it the the, uh, the facilitator and the coordinator. Tulong silang dalawa. Now, if they can have others in the, in the, their group or in their team, like workers, or we call them core team members, then so much the better. Diba? Kasi they can support each other, they can pray for each other, they can hold each other accountable. This is an important guideline. No? Um, when we're doing ministry, and we're doing it all by ourselves, uh, it's it's more likely na tayo ay magiging uh, target ng kaaway and it's so easy for us to lose our way without a parang a partner or a teammate that can uh, keep us on the right track. So if you are serving the Lord right now, lalo na siguro, i-address ko na lang yung mga small group leaders sa RLCC, mga facilitators. Make sure that you are really meeting with your coordinator palagi or with your core team para you can encourage each other. Don't just serve on your own. At kung kayo naman po ay coordinator or core team member, please, tulungan nyo yung facilitator. Magkaroon kayo ng pagkakaisa. Work as a team. You know, uh, pag-usapan nyo yung nangyayari sa inyong small group and plan together. At magkaroon kayo ng 
responsibility and accountability to follow through dun sa mga napagkakasunduan ninyo. If you are assigned to take care of somebody in the small group, then do so. Huwag niyong anuhin yun. Huwag niyong pabayaan yun. Uh, and this is the purpose of having a core team so that pwedeng magtulong-tulong at hindi lang nasa iisang uh, tao yung responsibilidad. Now, I don't know in your context if you're from another church. I'm just speaking of RLCC. But if you are from another church, really, it's very important, uh, especially kung ang ministry mo has to do with proclaiming the gospel and making disciples. You cannot do it alone. You need you need somebody at least, or maybe several, para kayo ay tulong-tulong in doing it. Otherwise, it can be very discouraging and you can easily lose your way. Okay, a ministry is not a parang one-time, big-time activity. It's an ongoing process and commitment. Uh, one of the things na parang nagiging uh, misconception ng mga tao about the spiritual life, about the things of God, is parang pwede mangyari siya in one evening, kunyari, in one worship concert or whatever. Yung mga shortcut, yung mga fast-food approach to spirituality. It doesn't happen. In fact, the only time na merong mabilisan na resulta is in the, you know, parable of the sower, yung sinabi ni Jesus na nung tinapon yung seed sa isang mabatong lugar, tumubo agad. I mean, that's the only time na we can say na, wow, mabilis ha. Pero it didn't really last very long. So this is the first guideline. Now, the second one is, uh, think of multipli- multiplying right from the beginning. And like I said, this is all full of insight here. Think of multiplying right from the beginning. Uh, let's look at verse 2. Now, he told them, no, this is Jesus, sabi niya dun sa 72 or 70. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Now, this is an interesting instruction, you know. Hindi pa nga sila nag-uumpisa. Sinasabi na agad sa kanilang Panginoon, maraming workers ang kailangan. So I want you to pray. Pray that the Lord will just send out workers into His harvest field. Now, think about it. Sila na nga yung workers eh. Pero the Lord is saying to them, I want you to just keep in mind, even before anything, think of multiplication. Now, let me just speak on that kasi very important yan. Think of multiplying right from the beginning. Pag nagpumpisa ka ng, ng small group, you know, whatever kind of small group, iniisip mo na dapat yung multiplication. When you are starting a task group or ministry, iniisip mo na yung multiplication. Now, here's the common problem ng mga tao naglilingkod sa Panginoon. Often, they're thinking, okay, first of all, I'll do the ministry that I like. Doon pa lang, medyo problematic na because it's not a matter of what you like. It's a matter of what you are called to do. So, doon pa lang, nagumpisa na sila on the wrong footing. Okay, I'll do this ministry because I like this ministry. Now, the second thing na isipin nila, well, once I do this ministry, I'd like to stay in this ministry for as long as I can or forever sana if possible. Again, that's a wrong attitude. Because when you start a ministry, the Lord wants you to think about multiplying others. You know, and raising up other people. And uh, perhaps even even getting yourself out of it so that God may call you elsewhere. 
Now, may tendency kasi tayo na ma-attach. Okay? Some people, for example, pag sila ay naging facilitator in a small group, they just want to own that ministry and get attached to it. Ayaw na nilang umalis doon. Even if the Lord is parang promoting them and making them into supervisors para they can teach other small group leaders how to do the ministry. Kaya minsan yung ministries in the church tend to bog down kasi people are not thinking of multiplication. They're thinking of holding on to or attaching themselves to the ministry. And so here's an important guideline. Pag tayo po ay tinawag ng Panginoon to serve Him, we must think in terms of multiplying, not just in terms of cloning ourselves. That's not the point, because everybody is different. So we're not going to clone ourselves. Hindi tayo gagawa ng katulad din natin. But rather, we would ask God to show us sino yung mga tao that He wants us to train and develop. Now, those people will have their own apostolic calling. It may be na tatawagin sila ng Panginoon to succeed you dun sa ginagawa mo or even be sent out somewhere else. But the important principle is this. Think of multiplying right from the beginning. Huwag yung later mo lang iisipin. So, from the very start, start praying. Okay? If I'm a small group leader, so umpisa pa lang, I'll be praying all the time. Lord, show me kung sino yung bibigyan ko ng attention and focus at i-develop ko. Now, not everybody, I assure you, for example, I'm speaking from a small group perspective, ha? so i-apply nyo na lang sa kung saan ministry kayo na doon. But in a small group ministry, uh, not everybody would be interested or eager to be discipled in a, in a very intensive or personal way. Kaya you just keep on inviting. Maybe one or two would answer. So, for example, uh, if I am starting a share group, uh, I would be, of course, meeting with them to talk about the sermon uh, every Sunday, sharing, praying with one another. But I will be looking around no, with the eyes of faith to identify anyone whom I, who I see might be uh, stirred up by the Spirit of God to, uh, to really explore the gospel. And if I sense that, I would pray and ask God if that is the person I need to focus on. If the Lord confirms it by His consolations, then I will go to that person and say, Would you be interested to meet with me outside of our share group para we can talk more about the gospel? You see, this is multiplication thinking right from the very beginning. Okay? Now, the third guideline, I, I told you, masyado marlaman ito, kaya mahirap i-cover lahat ito. Um, the third is, be wise and alert knowing that you have unseen enemies. And uh, I, got, I get this from verse 3. So, tingnan natin yung verse 3. Sabi ni Jesus, go, I am sending you out like lambs among wolves. Now, is that very encouraging? <laughs> well, the Lord is, uh, you know, practical enough and realistic enough para sabihin sa 72 uh, disciples na ito na uh, I want you to understand, you are not going out uh, on a bed of roses. There will be enemies, unseen, you know, spiritual enemies, and maybe even literally, may mga persecutors na may encounter sila. So sabi niya, I'm sending you out like lambs. And that has a lot of implication. Okay? 
Be wise and alert, knowing that you have unseen enemies. It's a guideline, meaning, you know, understand you are a lamb. And a lamb must stay close to the shepherd. And uh, you must be aware and not be foolish. Now, lambs tend to be foolish, actually. No, kung alam nyo yung, well, ah, wala pa naman akong personal experience with, with sheep or anything, but I have read a lot on that. And I know na may tendency sila na maging foolish if they, if they are left on their own. Kung saan sila napupunta. So, bilang mga servants of the Lord, alimbawa, again, going back ako sa small group ministry natin, uh, apologies po dun sa mga hindi naman small group leaders. I hope na you can see some principle that you can apply. Pero, to the small group leaders, uh, I would say, you know, na wag tayo maging ano, naive. There is an enemy who wants to wants to discourage us. You know, we have enemies who wants to stop us from what we're doing. So, maging self-aware po kayo. Pag kayo ay nakakaramdam ng discouragement, nakakaramdam ng pangihina, tinatamad, go immediately to the shepherd. No? Ask him for his help. Because uh, yung discouragement yun is not coming from the Spirit of God. It is coming from the the evil one who wants to stop you from taking care of uh, the sheepfold of the Lord. So, kailangan maging ano kayo, aware and sensitive. Don't assume na ang ministry ay ministry lamang, no? Na parang uh, externally, it's all about just leading a small group or whatever, di ba? It's a spiritual activity. And there are spiritual uh, enemies lurking around who wants to discourage you from doing the task that God wants you to do. So be alert, no, be wise. And then finally, no, uh, stay focused on your mission and don't get distracted. Uh, it's so easy means na ma sidetrack tayo. Now, then uh, this is especially true sa mga tao who have other activities going on sa buhay nila. So let's read muna verse 4. Sabi niya, do not take a purse or bag or sandals. Now, why would the Lord give that kind of instruction? No? A purse or bag or sandals are, of course, the kind of equipment na kailangan mo uh, in order for you to be ikang, uh, secure in your travel and uh, lahat ng needs mo are met. And what the Lord w- means by this is that they are to just trust God. Again, this is not for everybody. But these are specifically for those who are given apostolic mission. Sabi niya, do not greet anyone on the road. Ang it naman, di ba? But really, the point of that is you must be so focused that you should not get sidetracked, magipagkwentuhan ka sa daan, you know, magmamarites kayo. And so you get, you lose your way. So this is so important. And so apply, applied sa atin ngayon, stay focused. And there are so many things, minsan, that can get us distracted. Uh, after a while, as a servant of the Lord, mas marami pa yung oras na binibigay natin dun sa mga distractions kesa dun sa pinagagawa ni Lord. One of the sad things na minsan napapansin ko is when God is calling someone to serve Him in this way, no, yung apostolic ministry, uh, Minsan, they don't plan their time, you know, and there are many idle hours. They just play games, talk with friends, watch K-drama, 
So in the meantime, sabihin nila, wala akong oras eh. No, you have a lot of time. You're not, you're just wasting it. Okay? And then minsan merong mga tao in need of ministry uh, na napapabayaan. You see, if you're if God calls you in this type of ministry, and that's why we have to pray for people like this. No, if a, if the Lord calls somebody to put his hand on the floor and to work in the kingdom of God, no, something more sabihin natin specific, an apostolic ministry, then he must really focus, you know, and uh, be proactive. He must plan his days. He must plan his activities. And he must make sure now he's reaching out to people and helping people grow in their faith. Hindi pwedeng distracted ka yung daya mong ginagawa. And that's why I believe now this is not for everybody. Okay? Some of us are not called in this way. So some of us, siguro, we are called to be in the workplace, to, uh, uh, you know, work on our careers and just support the ministry. Of course, mayroon pa rin calling si Lord sa atin doon. We are still to serve God in that arena. But perhaps not in the same active sense as those who are really set apart to proclaim the gospel and make disciples. So, again, ito yung mga first four guidelines. Marami, no? Pero mahirap talakayan lahat ito. Una, practice apostolic teamwork. Uh, second, think of multiplying right from the beginning. Third, be wise and alert knowing that you have unseen enemies. And then finally, stay focused on your mission and don't get distracted. So, bottom line, to be effective in ministry, workers need clear instructions. So, uh, this is so true. That's why I do my best right now. I'm working on it to give clear instructions to our facilitators, a small group ministry. And those of you who are listening, if you are a facilitator, uh, mamaya, siguro, I'll post dun sa ating group chat kung kailan tayo mag-meet because I really want to give you clear instructions para you are not at a loss kung ano dapat ang ginagawa ninyo. Sa Tagalog, para maging epektibo sa ministeryo, kailangan ng mga manggagawa ang malinaw na mga tagubilin. That's a bit long, pero kasi Tagalog yan, eh, right? So, again, if you're listening and you say, hindi yata applicable sa akin yan. Well, everybody has a calling to ministry. Not in the same way, uh, but iba-iba tayo. For, for most of us, you know, uh, ang ating uh, ministry may be in our families, in the workplace, at school. Um, pero not to the degree na it's an apostolic calling na talagang God wants us to set apart our time, our devotion to it. So may levels po siya. Okay? So if you were at that point na parang well, I don't feel na may calling ako sa ganung ka-intense ka- ng ministry. It's all right. I hope you understand that they, there are people who are called in this way and God wants you to support them, to pray for them, to be at their back, ikang uh, to encourage them even while you yourself should do your own type of ministry according to what God wants you to do. It may not be as active or as focused or devoted. Pero meron ka pa ministry kung saan ka man naroon. Now, for those naman who are really being set apart, and siguro I really like to focus more particularly to, to those who are uh, being called by God to preach the gospel and make disciples, whether in small groups or being sent out to places. 
Kailangan po magkaroon tayo ng devotion to God. So let us end in prayer right now. No? Manalangin po tayo. Father in heaven, we truly need workers in the church. We truly need people who would be set apart. And you have already taught us who those people are. They need to be reliable. But they also need to be given instructions. So dear Lord, I pray that you would raise among us people who would know you and love you and serve you. Uh, who would truly be set apart and called to proclaim the gospel and make disciples, not just in a passive way, but really actively. Uh, so, Lord, tulungan niyo po kami. And if there's anyone listening right now whom you want to be set apart, Lord, speak to their hearts. Give them uh, that kind of conviction sa puso nila because this is so needed in the church today. For others naman who may not have that specific calling, Lord, give them the burden to pray, to support, to, to encourage those who are at the forefront, even while they themselves are doing their kind of ministry, kung saan mo man sila nilagay. Again, maraming salamat po, Panginoon. We're excited to read more of your instructions in the coming days. Thanks be to God. Maraming salamat for your word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash R-O-C-C-P-H-I-L. See you again!